Hello and welcome to the worst movie ever made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ackman, joined by my two co-hosts and fellow mad scientists, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. Hey guys, how are you and why are we doing this? I'm doing great. So I'm in Florida, which means I am in both your time zones. And, um, you know, I, I think I think you guys have had the edge over me this whole time with fact or no fact, because okay. you're in the, when I'm in Tennessee, you guys are technically in the future. So you're able oh, to look at the great. answers before me. But now that I'm on the same time zone as you, I I've created a strategy of my own. I, I have some I have some more foresight now. Um, I'm creating a game of my own that will have some win conditions to it. Nice. Um, you know how we li- you know how we watched uh, now we're now watching ten movies per season, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I only watched nine last season, <laughs> and you guys don't know which one that is. No. So hmm. so every episode, uh, one through ten for uh, this season, you guys need to make one guess at the end of the show. You could talk amongst yourself, uh, you know, in a little chat box. You guys could you could think it out loud on air. Okay. Whatever, and it's basically I want one of you guys to. Um, the goal is to make you lose five games, five games in a row, because that means if you lose the majority, that means you lose the bet. And the win condition is I will be making up a T-shirt if you guys lose that you both have to wear in public. Nothing that's NSFW, but something that will make okay. people like go, "What the fuck is that?" Um, like, you know, like <laughs> ask us about our pickled bread or something stupid like that. So okay. I will be making up t-shirts for you guys if you lose this this guessing game of uh did i actually watch this movie or not that's um, perfect because then you know if we ever uh blow up to the point where we have like a merch store yeah that t-shirt will go there exactly yes. all right but that, that's the bet i there's 10 movies last season i watched nine of them um i do have a tell um you, there, there is a way to find out which one i didn't watch if you listen closely so i'm just throwing that out there so you guys just drive yourself a little nuts going back and listening okay. to the episodes and trying to figure all out. right so, so. At, at the end of this episode we're, we're both going to just place a guess but we won't find out until the end of the episode who got it right yeah okay okay and every episode going going forward yes okay cool so every episode we guess if you watch that current movie no, 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 no. Sorry. Last season. Explain. Last season. Basically, there are 10 movies. So you guys put your heads together and guess one movie for, and I'll say yes or no, basically. So you'd be like, did you watch The Cat in the Hat? And I'll be like, yes, I did. And then that's out of, out of the mix. Or what if one of us gets it right this time? Then that would suck. <laughs> and the game would be ruined. <laughs> I think that, that was my confusion as well, but I got it now. Yeah. Okay, I've got I've got jet lag from the time travel, so um, you know. I was thinking um, you don't say until the end of the season whether one of us got it right, and that way, on episode six, when um, say Bob and I make different guesses all through uh, the first five episodes, uh, by episode six we can double down, uh, like place extra chips down on like the roulette bet of which one we, and then at the end of the season we have like a big reveal of. Who you know what? It, right? This this is why we're co-hosts. That's a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I'm glad we worked it out with everyone listening, cool. so they all know exactly what's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, you guys want to start it up with uh, some bad reviews? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Bye, Bob. <laughs> all right. Um, so this is uh, Joe Williams of St. Louis Post Dispatch. I haven't heard that one before. Not one uh, familiar to. The pod, but a 38 on uh, Metacritic. 
Okay. Says a toxic potion that will put children to sleep and kill M. Night Shyamalan's career. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Kirk Honeycutt of The Hollywood Reporter says, even during the climax, the film still is struggling to introduce the world of the film and its strange rules. Okay. And uh, that was a 30. We've uh, heard from Kirk Honeycutt before, for sure. Yeah. And then Roger Moore of the Orlando Sentinel gave it a 25, said, This colossal folly, the fiasco of the summer of 2010, gives <laughs> us all a ringside seat at the site of Miss, uh, Mr. I Can See Dead People's career gurgling down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Oh, Bob, are you still there? Oh, nope. damn. He made it through. Awesome. He made all it right. Um, why don't we throw it to YouTube comments while we wait? Sure. So um, I got three of them. So the first one, uh, I remember when the teaser trailer for this came out, everyone was getting steadily more pumped and excited. And then at the end, the title came up, scattered applause started, and then directed by M. Night Shyamalan popped up. The excitement vanished instantly. <laughs> um, next one is the potential is insane. Could have made three movies. I'm actually fuming. Legitimate yeah. Complaint. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, this is, this is a, a like a, a call and response. So, okay. I saw it the other day. It was fantastic. One of the most delightful experiences. The battles were amazing. The visuals were gorgeous. The characters in the story were very memorable. And it was honestly such a masterpiece. Seriously, it's hard to believe how such an amazing TV series came out in 2005 and aged so well. It's a shame this movie had to insult it in every way. Next, next <laughs> comment is, had us in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I really thought somebody was going to come back and just like bury them in the dirt for that review. Yeah. But, uh, cleverly written. <laughs> All right, uh, let's throw it to uh, test number one, the worst of its kind. That was the last YouTube comment, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's throw it to the best of the worst or the worst of its kind. Uh, Zathura, I know we've talked about this one before. It's been a while, but um, that's Dax Shepard. He got a 76. I haven't seen it, though. Have you guys? No, I don't know it at all. Okay, yeah, it's like a space epic. I, I think the title picture that I saw was like a house floating through space. Kind of weird. Um, <laughs> have you guys heard of the Sorcerer's Apprentice? <laughs> yes, with the the um, the master thespian Nicholas Cage and that weird mush mouthed dude Canadian voice. Call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forty uh, percent. Okay. As uh, I'm sure we all remember, Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser actually got a 61. Oh. I was surprised. I've never wow. seen it, but I, yeah, I figured it probably sucked. Yeah. Really uh, Night at the Museum, Ben Stiller. If you, I'm, I'm sure you guys have both seen that. I've seen it. I've never like sat down and watched it, but what I saw was it, it's one of those things that's like on while you're like doing other stuff. And mm -hmm. I enjoyed what I saw when I was doing other stuff. Okay. I, I, I've never sat through it either. I just know that the guys in the old comedy troupe, The State, were behind the writing and directing yep. of it. And that ma makes me want to see it, but I know I'm not going to like it. 43. Okay. <laughs> um, Stiller has an energy that I enjoy, even though he does play one of two characters every time. It's either the heavyweights and dodgeball guy, or it's the, like, a why is he so full of mishaps? And he's really yeah. just an innocent guy that looks like kind of a bad guy because of the way things play out for him but yeah in, indeed I still that's him. him yeah um narnia with i just wrote tilda swinton because uh that's the first right. name recognized uh 76 cool 
giving us an average of 59.2, so an above average average. Uh, and you guys want to guess what Avatar came in with? <sighs> I'm going to go with 30s because I know people do not like it. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, like 30, 35. Um, take the 30 out of that very last thing you said. Oh, so five. Jesus. It got a five. <laughs> Isn't Christmas with the Cranks territory? Yes, it is. <laughs> and deservedly so. I really yeah. may get angry as we get into the meat of this thing, but a negative 54.2%. Yeah. And worst of its kind by a long shot. So yeah. a really good start to the season, at least when the, the results come in. So let's throw it to our new uh, segment, our new take on our second test. We're now calling this the bot pitch because instead of me writing a pitch, we decided to plug it into an AI generator that basically you plug in Mad Libs for the way the movie mm -hmm. is constructed, and they give you a very short story. Um, in the interest of not kicking out Bob again, I've sent this over to Rob. Uh, maybe one of us, each one of us will take turns uh, reading these short stories um, okay. for you. Uh, let's take it away with test number two, the bot pitch. And there will be a new bumper, but I've been traveling. But I'm thinking something with Mr. Roboto as the uh, soundtrack. So, Ooh, I like it. Just know that, people, moving forward. You want to give us the plot? Hey, 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 what? You want to hear my movie idea? No. Okay, and I am pulling up the document Chris sent me. So this is a short story, basically. It's called The Moon That Shone Like Bending Mythic Sloth, a short story by Anonymous Bosch. Ong looked at the stoic scroll in his hands and felt bored. He walked over to the window and reflected on his deep surroundings. He had always loved the wet sort of earth with its oily, obnoxious ocean. It was a place that encouraged his tendency to feel bored. Then he saw something in the distance, or rather someone. It was the figure of a girl. Girl was a hesitant waterbender with skinny tattooed back and short male ponytail. Ong gulped. <laughs> he glanced at his own reflection. He was tattooed, diminutive, peaches drinker with scrawny tattooed back and sticky male ponytail. His friends saw him as a deep, dark deity. Once he had even made a cup of tea for a puny elderly. But not even a tattooed person who had once made a cup of tea for was prepared for what girl had in store today. The moon shone like bending mythic sloth, making Ong angry. As Ong stepped outside and the girl came closer, he could see the wrong glint in his eye. Girl gazed with the affection of 1,361 conflicted ride flying lemur bats. He said in hushed tones, I love you and I want equality. Ong looked back, even more angry and still fingering the stoic scroll. Girl, I control the elements, he replied. They looked at each other with surprised feelings, like two gorgeous, grim, giant lizard boating at a very powerful revolution, which had sheepskin drum solo music in the background and two poorly written uncles interpretive dancing to the beat. Ong regarded Gil's skinny tattooed back and made short male ponytail. I feel the same way. Revealed Ong with a delighted grin. Girl looked excited, his emotions blushing like a blue, blue-eyed boat. Then Girl came inside for a nice drink of peaches. The end. All wow. right. All right. So nice. Bob, Bob, would you make that movie? Oh my, no. <laughs> far, far too long of a movie. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Rob. This just sounds like a really shitty William S. Burroughs book. 
Um, no, I wouldn't make that. All right, I need a. Uh, let's let's. Uh, we got to teach the AI how to do better. Uh, let's give them yeah. a star grade. Uh, it's two. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, two's fair. Two. Okay. No. No. And two. I'm gonna. That. Uh. That tickled me. <laughs> Two star, no, no. Okay, so guys. Many, so many tattoos and ponytails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's throw it, to, uh, throw it to test number three, the worst dialogue. The worst movie ever made presents the worst dialogue ever made. This is another one of those like how do I how do I even get started? I don't know. I yeah. I jotted a lot of shit down. Um and then I felt like there were maybe redundancies. So I, I tried to keep the ten um so, a, a variety in there. Um, okay. It it is the spice of life. Uh so we'll see how we do here. This I I hated the dialogue of this movie, to be honest with you. I felt like from start to finish, it was exposition with no character development, which we say a lot about yeah. city movies, but it's true because just like last week, I didn't give a shit about any character um, because all the dialogue is exposition. Let's start yeah. with um, Katara. How did you get all the way out here? She says to Ong. Ong says, I ran away from home. We got in a storm. We were forced under the water of the ocean. Katara says back, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they didn't feel that they needed to write a reaction from her because all, they delivered the why he was in a ice sphere. Uh, not even very well, because I don't understand why he was in an ice sphere with a sloth thing. I, I don't even know. Uh, number nine is grandma's exposition. And I'm just going to give you some of the lines. Like you remember in the beginning when um, they're in a tent and she shows them like a map or some shit, a scroll or something. Yeah. Yeah, And she just lays out more exposition in a very rushed fashion. She says a variety of things, but that boy's tattoos haven't been seen in over a century. Airbending tattoos. He might be the avatar. What, what makes you say that if everybody who's an airbender gets airbender tattoos? Yeah. Then why are airbender tattoos a, an indication of an avatar? Especially because yeah. this couldn't, kid couldn't bend anything but air at the time. Yeah, and it only starts glowing all weird in the third act. Yeah, true. Um, the spirit world keeps uh, kept control of us. It's not a place that you can touch. It exists nonetheless. It is filled with the most amazing forms of dazzling creatures that exist in the most exotic valleys, mountains, and forests. I'm. This is not an AI. This is not the, <laughs> the yeah. thing we just did. This is the actual writer. Um, they are the spirits. Only the Avatar can speak to them. Fire Nation doesn't want to deal with spirits, so they're trying to kill him or whatever. And uh, Avatar will change the hearts of everybody, and that's how you win wars, blah, blah, blah. Just horrible, horrible, horrible writing. That all was number nine. Mm -hmm. uh, did that scene piss you guys off? Yeah. Um, this whole movie pissed me off. Like, I, I told you guys yesterday, I, had, I basically ate a pretty strong edible before watching it. Yeah. And I was I was laying in bed with like my earbuds and like my phone. So I'm in, nice. I'm in like a spare room with my one year old son, and Stacey's <laughs> in another spare room with uh, our daughter. Yeah. Um, and I kept doing that thing where you, I'm just like laying on one arm like this, 
and yes. like you blink, but you wake up and like 15 minutes went by and you have to rewind it. And that oh, was yeah, one of those yeah. I had to keep rewatching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Commander Zhao, the guy from, um, what was he on? The Daily Show, I think. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? He's like, yeah, no, no, he's he's Asif Mondi. Mondi. Yeah. Yes, Asif Mondi. Yeah, really good. Uh, Zhao to Ong <laughs> after, he, after he captures him. My name is Commander Zhao. I set this trap for you. <laughs> all right i mean yeah. he goes on to say more stupid shit but i, th- I found yeah. that one uh particularly funny let's throw it to our first clip of the day uh number seven this one's called hurry i needs to ask you something i have to talk to the dragon spirit he can help me defeat the fire nation is there a spiritual place where i can meditate there is a very spiritual place the city was built around this place must hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's depressing. It's 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 so low effort. Yeah. I have I have <laughs> things to say about that kid's face that I'll I'll say for a later segment. Oh he really annoyed me. He annoyed the <laughs> shit out of me the whole film. Yeah. He flared his nostrils a lot. <laughs> yeah. The girl yeah. who said she that we have to hurry was probably my least favorite actor in the whole movie, but that we can get to that later on with acting. Oh, you know, we will. Uh, <laughs> number six, Ong says, I'll go and join the fight. This is on like the castle wall. And then he jumps down. This is the person they're like trying to protect and stuff. And he just jumps <laughs> into the middle of the fray with a thousand <laughs> nation soldiers and nobody gives a shit. Nope. Maybe that could have been a loophole, but it's literally no answer from anybody. They just keep running. Like, all right, go ahead. All right, Princess Yu, who you were talking about, to Soka, that's the brother. I've loved spending these weeks with you, Soka. Soka says back, me too. And then Princess Yu says, let's go see what the ocean is doing. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's the same shit it always does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's waving. I mean, think, uh, think of the options. Think of the options, the entertainment options they have there. Like, like, let's go to the ocean again. Oh, fine. How about the moon? How <laughs> back to the ocean? I mean, another moon. <laughs> people we are can go bending. People are bending elements with their minds. I, that's pretty entertaining. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I want to say something, but I'll save it. All right. <laughs> uh, some Earthbender guy at number four says the Avatar is dead. If he was here, he would protect us. Ong says back. My name is Ong, and I am the Avatar. I ran away, but I'm back now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. That's the most childlike exposition ever. Yeah, it's and everybody's old. just like looking at him like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Hey, let's let's do some clips. Um, all right. Just because the dialogue was so bad. I, I really want – I didn't want to perform any of it. I wanted to clip all of this shit for you, but uh, – you wouldn't okay. want to go too far. So number three is Fire Nation. Trying to eat me. <laughs> what? Um... All right, so that totally was not the clip. I don't know if that was my oh, bad God. or what. Oh, oh, shit. It is my bad. Okay, so okay. at eight, 
I wrote 644 and 657 and sent it to you. This is my fault. It was 844 okay. and 857. It's the right. totally on me. It's on me. That, it's, it's all good. Fair uh, enough. So it's the prince. I'll have to. I'll. I'll do what I can. Um, but yeah. the prince of the Fire Nation, right? Is like, <laughs> God damn, this sucks because I really thought I was going to get a good laugh out of you guys. Um, he is at the village and he's really pissed off for some reason. He's like, I am, you know, the prince of Fire Nation, son of King Ozzy from, uh, you know, the whatever valley. And then he's like, bring me your elderly. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the first. That was my first loophole, I think, because he was like he was like whispering the first like three quarters of that line, like no one can hear him out in the tundra, and then he, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. he, then out of nowhere he screams, "Bring me your elderly," which just sounds <laughs> wholly inappropriate. And it you does. know what, what bugged me about that, and this might come up in a later segment, but I need I need to say it now. He says that, and then they do. <laughs> like they, yeah, they literally like, do bring the elderly. Like, knock on the door, like, hey, grandma, they, they, they want to round you up. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought of that, and then I saw that a couple of guys with the big scepters were pushing them out of the tent. So they, they saved themselves on that one a little bit. Yeah, little I bit. thought the same exact thing. I thought, why would they listen to that douchebag? He just landed on their shores. Yeah. He's like the nouveau Christopher Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the best part is that they don't do anything with the elderly. No, no. <laughs> uh, because they get an avatar. So they're like, all right, never mind. We don't need the like shitty slave labor of we, yeah. we needed quilts, but forget it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as is evidenced by the fact that the grandma was there for exposition like three minutes later. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's hopefully throw it to clip number two, provided I wasn't um, totally off this morning. Uh, this person. I am pleased. Well, Commander Zhao, are the rumors true or not? Our spies have discovered someone claiming to be the Avatar. They describe him as just a boy. We should set a trap for this person. We have many Earth Kingdom people under our control. I can leave soldiers hidden in certain locations. And my son? He had his chance. He missed it. Let's hope for your sake. My son doesn't find this person first, and he turns out to be the Avatar. He would return as a hero, and for all purposes, be your superior. Well, I suppose it's a race, then. You there, Chris? Yeah. Was that the wrong clip too? <laughs> no, that was that was totally the right one. Uh, no, you just had I a face. Yeah, face, and I was like, "What did I do?" Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I, I just, just bringing bring back. I got home from work um, <clears throat> kind of late last night, and and uh, which is which is cool. It's you know, hey, I'm getting paid, right? Um, but I knew I had to come home and watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up getting really angry once it hit like 1:30 a.m. and I'm I'm like jotting down bad credit names, you know, <laughs> because I I just was getting progressively uh, more I don't know firebender myself as it went on. Yeah. Um, because of shit like this, where he uh, Asif Manvi's Commander Zhao character says, um, we have spies that say that he is um, the actual Avatar or whatever. 
that, that yeah. say that it's you know that he's claiming to be rather. Why do you need spies when he is liberating entire villages and posting like like banners with his face yeah. on it? Right. But like, <laughs> then he calls him this person, which I felt like was lazy writing again. Mm-hmm. He's like, we can set a trap for this person. Like you couldn't come up, you couldn't like word hippo that one a little better. Yeah. Um, and then it, the king says this person as well, which is just you know another one of these repeats because they th- then they prove that they can't come up with something other than this person. Um, yeah. And then it ends with the like, you're if if my son finds the avatar, which he does like three times and loses him. Um, yeah. then he will be as you know, your superior in all practical purposes or whatever. He's like, not by title. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? I hated that segment. I almost uh, clipped, honestly, right before that, uh, Commander Zhao says something about the moon spirit and some other spirit that they never um, talk about again and yeah. how the scroll, it, just all this bullshit. And like that uh, critic said before, they're just doing a terrible job setting up uh, the world that we're in and what the rules are. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's a perfect example. Uh, so <clears throat> that was wordy. Let's move it to our <laughs> Bob. <laughs> check this shit out. The number one worst line of dialogue, which is a total stretch. I understand, but you know, it has to go here. Mm-hmm. Number one, let's get a drum roll. War cry. <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> it sounds like the silverware in the background at like a diner, like this, like a busy IHOP, like the like forks and knives on the plate. Ooh, like, the waffles, <laughs> Ooh, got the chocolate chip pancakes. Um, yeah, it's like it's like he he realized he went to he went to come out with something more guttural and terrifying that yeah. came out, so he tried to turn it into like a wolf howl halfway through. Can, we, can I can I just paint a picture real quick? Like, yeah. So when when you're like in those big like giant shots and like zooms into, the, they have stand-ins. They have they have actors that look like or people that look like the actor standing yeah. while they're setting up the light and retouching up the actor's yeah. makeup. So imagine like you spend like twelve hours shooting that scene, and you finally get the lights right, and you finally get like the guy in the jib to swing by with the camera to like get the war cry, and he just goes. That was it. $140 million. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, imagine if they made the guy do the woo, like the guy who's standing in for him, like for, oh, yeah. for three hours straight. He's like, all right, give us a woo. <laughs> God damn. I could not, dude. I lost my shit. It, it totally saved the, the movie at the time for me because yeah. it was one of those like, I need to like liberate myself from this movie and just yeah. turn it off and like start again. But then yeah. that happened, and I I I, went, I was in a much better mood after that. Yeah, yeah we, we needed something. We needed something that was purely comedy. Like no, there was <laughs> nothing about that that was wasn't funny. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> check check the TikTok audience uh, for a quick clip of that video clip of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did not know. 
I did not know that Bob was making, uh, I knew he was making us a TikTok video because he's a good video editor and that's uh, been his thing. So thank you, Bob, for that. But I had no idea he was going to feature that segment and he had no idea that it was going to be the number one uh, worst kind of dialogue. It just so happens that we, we all found that to be the best part of the movie. Yeah. No, by a long shot. No doubt. Oh, man. Uh, imagine I, one last scenario for you before we turn uh, to test number four here. Imagine being a soldier in that army and you're trying to feel like you've got thousands of firebenders like showing up at your wall to, and they're climbing up with like li- giant lizards and shit. And your commander comes over and does that. Like in, in like Lord of the Rings, there's a bunch of opportunities where they have these like really cool, um, you know, like speeches before the war begins. This guy mm-hmm. doesn't give you an impassioned speech or anything. He just comes up and goes, Woo! <laughs> like, like my, one of those witches my, in front of a door at Halloween. It's like my my only possible rationale was like, wh- where did they come up with who? And then I thought maybe because they're waterbenders, H and O, and that's the whole who thing. Maybe that's yeah. part of it as a, as a chemistry thing. But that's giving them way, way more too credit. Much credit. Yeah, yeah, agreed. He just uh, he let his emotions flow like water. Yeah, and, and that, you know that's what he was feeling at the moment. All right, <laughs> let's go to test number four: the worst acting. Test number four, the worst acting. Naturally, we'd use the Catwoman thing for this one. Yeah. Let's throw it to an early one, a quick one, uh, mm-hmm. with the first clip of worst acting. Let the kids speak, damn. Is she breathing? Did you see that light shoot to the sky? What's your name? How did you get here? How did you get in the ice? He's exhausted. We need to get him back to the village. What is this thing? Yeah, I just added that little end of the clip because that was funny too, where it like clearly hits him with its tail. <laughs> just not funny, but yeah, that get like way to telegraph the fact that you, uh, the actor, know that the uh, other actor has no lines in this yeah. part because they're it's not spaced out as if she's expecting any kind of reaction from him. Like, so yeah, it, yeah, that was very false for me. It's like very. It's like working in customer service, and you get a mad like customer or mad client. They call and they ask you like twenty questions, and like every time you try answering one, they ask three more questions. You're like, <laughs> and they're like, but what's the thing with that? It's the frustration you feel for the person being spoken to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about number two? Uh, this one's called Good Lord. A lot of the villages in this part of the Earth Kingdom are occupied by the Fire Nation, like this village was. They prey on the weakest towns and villages. We should go visit some of these towns, Al. I need to tell you something. What is it, Al? I ran away before they trained me to be the Avatar. I don't know how to bend the other elements. Why did you run away? The day they told me I was the Avatar, they said I could never have a normal life. That I could never have a family. 
They said it cannot work with the responsibilities of the Avatar. Why can't the Avatar have a family? I asked that. They said that's a sacrifice the Avatar always has to make. Okay. So what, what if we found you, teachers? Teachers to teach you bending. Which element would you have to learn first? Water. Water comes after air in the cycle. Air, water, earth, fire. But there are really powerful benders in the, in the northern water tribe. My dad told me about it before he left. It's led by a princess because her father died. There are teachers there for sure, but they're all the way on the other side of the world. We can get there on Appa. That's what I was thinking. And maybe we can stop in the villages on the way, start a change in the war in these small villages. Should we try it? Yes, we should. Um, this goes back to like all the crime procedurals I watch because uh, Stacy watches them, mm. where it's like they do the exposition. Like they, they, on TV, it kind of makes sense. They're doing exposition like between commercials. Like if you're just checking in, yeah. you know every single beat and rhythm that's going to happen. Like, well, he was one spy on us. Well, we were actually spying on him. Well, now we need to go to their headquarters and we got a double spy on that. Like, got it. Like, <laughs> they do that throughout the entire movie, all while sounding like they're all about to cry. Yeah, pretty much. Hearing yeah. this a second time, it made me think that this is a major statement against uh, Catholic priest abstinence. It just. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I wonder if uh, M. Night Shyamalan has some issue with the Catholic Church. He he might, and I, I know what you mean. Um, like they wanted me to take a vow um, to never have a family. What uh, what am I thinking of? I feel like oh, Jedi's, Jedi's yeah. have to do that too, right? Well, like yeah, no. like well, like, like uh, Obi Wan was kind of a Christ figure too, so that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, wasn't he? Um, wasn't he confused? Like there was like a famous um, like before me meme going around that somebody's grandma thought. They had like a picture of Obi Wan over the fireplace yeah. because they thought it was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, that uh, you, you're spot on though, Robin. It's it's just exposition and and really poorly laid out. Um, it's like here's what's going to happen in the next hour of the movie. Here's what to expect. Yeah. And while the Avatar kid is talking, the brother Soko or whatever Suko is like like staring like super intense. Like super intense, it it did look like they were about to cry or something, and I I, yeah. I don't know. It, the line delivery is forever bad in this movie, but the line delivery there, um, again, it was like it's like they didn't do more takes. Like the like M Night yeah. didn't give them any um, advice. They were just like say it however you want to say it, and then we'll move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, no tips. Um, all right, let's move to our last clip of the day. The last clip of the worst mm-hmm. acting. Become the fish. All is lost. You have been anointed by the moon spirit. He gave me life when I was a child. And there's still a chance. You can give your life back for the spirits. Don't listen to him, he's firelish. Nothing is ever truly lost. Is it mine to get back if I choose? There are reasons each of us are born. We have to find those reasons. This was the reason I was born. You wait, please. There was 
No love without sacrifice. What are you doing? You don't know what will happen. I believe that my life force will leave my body and return to the moon spirit. And then what? My soul will no longer exist in this form. Please don't do this. There must be another way. I can't let you do this. I'm supposed to protect you. My people are dying, Sora. Those who are in charge of others have a responsibility. It is time we show the Fire Nation that we believe in our beliefs as much as they believe in theirs. I'm scared. Don't make me any more scared. I will miss you more than you know. How long is that fucking clip? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's like a minute and a half. I couldn't cut any of that out, though. It's all necessary. <laughs> no, uh, it was Bob, necessary. Yeah, Bob... Um, called her out for being the worst actress in the movie and uh i thoroughly agree i thought she was atrocious i mean soka or whatever isn't isn't a whole lot better but she is delivering lines like your high school play that you've skipped and i i don't know for sure because i never went but i bet you it sounds something like that it is the first attempt at sounding like you're dealing with something heavy yeah, yeah they, they they brought her in early third act and get rid of her mid third act, which is appropriate because she sucks. But yes. I, uh, I, I, I think they could have done better, way better. Oh, completely agree. There had there's yeah. somebody out there. There was somebody out there. Danielle, my sister. Why didn't you try out for that? You know, I know you don't have any acting. You're probably the appropriate age in 2010. You could have done this. Danielle, yeah. talking to you. I don't, I don't know if she listened. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, moving on. Um, hey, Rob, not to hit you with this out of nowhere, but do your ad read. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like, as you guys know, I've been traveling and you know, when you travel and people that you're, you're visiting, they ask what you would like um, to, to, um, to have around the house. You know, I asked for some diet Coke and there were cases of diet Coke. So today's episode of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by way too much fucking diet Coke. Um, <laughs> I've had like 20 cans a day. I've had a searing <laughs> oh headache God. for like four days now. Um, I've, I took my daughter to the playground in like 95 degree humid Florida weather all while drinking nothing but too much diet Coke. Uh, nice. Too much diet Coke. That's our sponsor. Uh, moving on. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Uh, let's throw it then to uh, the worst production. Test number five. All right. The worst movie ever made presents worst production. Yeah. All right. So, Chris, you mentioned this already uh, about it was actually the one review you read um, that I, I'm going to pretend that I heard. Was about uh, <laughs> not having inconsistent rules, or at least yes. a lack of rules that moved it forward. Yes. So, a, a good movie, as you guys know, will have a consistent like story mm-hmm. arc that we kind of follow. If the characters yes. succeed, if they achieve their goals, they resolve the difficulties. And this movie doesn't really have enough rules, consistency. It's not streamlined. That we care. No. I mean, we just had we had the same problem with the last movie. We don't care, and not only we not care, yeah. but everyone is far far too serious. Like you can't have an adventure movie yeah. without some levity, some romance, and mm. there really isn't any of that. It is just serious, serious, yeah. straight face serious. Especially for something on Nickelodeon Studios, it just there's no wonder this thing failed. 
That's you need a Han Solo thing. or something. Yeah, and a Chewie. You know, you need yeah. Bob. I, I didn't even think about that. There are like no jokes because, excuse me. Yeah. Um, the guy who is doing the oh thing was the funniest part of the movie, and they yeah. definitely didn't want you to laugh at that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the lemur was supposed to be funny. The lemur was supposed to be funny. It wasn't. the The big sloth, flying sloth, was supposed to be funny to a point, like when the tail dragged over the kid. But you know, I just wanted him to die. I was hoping he'd get smothered. Yeah, Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) That's that's how it felt. So you you can't have an adventure movie. I, I always liked the movie Willow when I was growing up, and that was chock full of comedy, but it still had that heart. And that adventure mm-hmm. and that right and all that. Um, yeah, so, so man, that, I, that's, that's that's my thing. I, I didn't think about the lack of humor. That really, it's so true, though. Definitely, definitely true. I, I don't think yeah. I laughed because of something that they did, like intentionally to make me laugh. Not once. I'm sorry. It's a lack of humor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do uh, test number six, the most offensive. Damn it! I am tired of being Santa Claus! You get your together and you get your ass in a damn car. Not not a ton here. Um, it was in right. some other universe, so it's definitely not um, commenting on much that's going on today in this world, um, except for yeah. the 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 whole priest thing. <laughs> yeah, barely. Um, but yeah, yeah, that aside, uh, number one, dumping water on your brother in sub zero temperatures. Yep, that. Yeah. That girl could have like brought the water ball anywhere as she decides to carry it over her brother when it like pops yeah. and he gets completely soaked and they're in what is essentially yeah. Antarctica. Yeah. Um <clears throat> then he gets her back by breaking ice that you and your sister are standing on. How dumb was that? He takes his like little boomerang stick and hits the ground that they're standing on, where there's clearly something moving underneath, so it's not like too many inches thick where you can't see the bottom. Yeah, first of many um, bad decisions. Yeah, seriously. And then the uh, sister does not follow uh, Soka's advice, which I guess turns out to be a good thing, but she grabs his boomerang thing and goes and breaks the um, very mysterious sphere that um, uh, emerged from the the depths, which usually I think is a bad idea. Yeah. Um. And then Soka like kind of hitting on the princess in a really weird way where he was like, I think supposed to be complimenting her white hair. And he's like, I don't know if I can introduce you to my family because my grandma will have questions. And princess, he was like, what kind of questions? And he says, no joke verbatim. Why is your hair white? Young lady, you look very odd. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's, that felt like, that's felt like him that, being like, is this a choice? 
<laughs> that's projection too, because he's like he's saying what he thinks she's gonna think. Exactly. Yeah. He truly is the one that think it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have brought it up. So he's making fun of her white hair. Exactly. That's like, yeah. That's offensive. Knock on wood. Um, that's all I've got except for that thinking that graphics is enough to get your movie over. All that there was, just like Sorcerer's Apprentice, was really good graphics for the time. And I think that M. Night that's, thought he can rush the movie along because that's all people yeah. care. That's that's par for course with Avatar, though. Have, I mean, have you seen, like, Avatar, the, the Avatar movie, not on a movie screen? Oh, you mean the, the one, the, like, hugely successful Avatar? Yeah. Um, I, no, I, don't, I, I guess I've seen it at home. It's not it's, uh, good at home because the dialogue and the yeah, like the character is a guy with a flat top and a scar on his face, and he's like, "I'm bad," and like the investors got suspenders and acts like an asshole. It's like it's it's insulting, like the characterization, but like the yeah. graphics are really pretty. So it's when you see it, it, the it IMAX, is a beautiful it's movie. Cool, yeah, it is a beautiful uh, movie. If you don't mind me adding something to the bad taste, I uh, yeah, I noticed that that every single region on this earth planet and every single ethnicity all sounded American no matter what. Oh. That's really it smart. Was, I think there was one guy in the prison camp, like the earth prison camp. Yes. That, that had like a slightly accent. Maybe one of the elders had an accent, but everyone else American all the way through. Even yeah, that's, that's totally true. I didn't even think about that. That's a, that's a good one, because that's going to go into our little minigame next week when we have something to compare it to, cool. for sure. Uh, that and probably, like, attempted murder on your brother by uh, dousing yeah. him in water in sub-zero temperatures. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, if we have nothing else to add, let's throw it to the catch-all. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Uh, not a big M. Night Shyamalan guy, personally, but Unbreakable was really cool. Yeah. You guys um, seen that movie? No. I haven't. No, not, not yet. I saw The wow. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Um, hey, Chris. Yeah. You remember how, like, I would make that joke about Bruce Willis being a ghost the entire time? Yeah. Like, three times a day Wait, for, like, I four years on Facebook? Before you say it, I have I have in mind the best execution of that joke okay. that you had that you did at work. Okay. Um you wrote the hole on a piece of tape like W H O L E and then put it over the seasoning time. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bruce Willis. <laughs> but yeah, so I made this and the reason I brought that up is because like um the the joke is like such and such makes a lot more sense when you realize Bruce Willis has been a ghost the entire time. And I would just apply that punchline to the most disjointed things. But the thing is, if you rewatch The Sixth Sense, knowing that he was a ghost the whole time, yeah, it makes less sense. Because how is he making these meetings in his planner with like people and stuff? And it, it, none of True. the none of the plot could move without. It, it doesn't work. It does not work. I, I forget what year that was, but I saw that on a date with my wife. And she had known the twist the entire time. And then right before the twist happened, she leaned over to me and said, you know, he's dead, right? And oh, I, my I, God. I, she just oh ruined it. Oh, my God. And I still married her. <laughs> wow. You yeah. must really care for this woman. 
that would be that would be a major test of strength for me. That I I I that might be the last straw on the camel's back for me. Good on you, man. Good on you, Aaron. I'm (laughs) glad you probably won't. Um, I like how the uh, Prince of Fire Nation says, "If you don't comply, I will burn down this village that is made of mostly igloos." <laughs> just see him there for like fourteen hours, just throwing fire. Yeah, at these brick, ice bricks. Uh, couldn't you just have an artist tattoo airbending tattoos, even if you're not an airbender? Yeah, probably. Like, you, like there's guys at the bar, like taking shots and getting in people's faces, and when somebody challenges them, they're like, "Bang, airbender tattoo." And then they're like, oh, all right, all right, you're there, better. I'll back off now. Um, why bother to stay on the boat, the Fire Nation ship, at all? Because he just like decided he wanted to escape and escaped. Yeah. Why yeah. take their test? Why be their prisoner in the first place? Um, we're all air. Uh, we're all Airbenders monks. It appeared so. But, so like I don't know. I don't know. Like th- this kind of goes into the most offensive kind of what you were saying, Bob. The regions are so strict that it, I was kind of playing my head with like, is this like, are you born with the air bending genetic trait if you are lucky enough to be one of them uh, born that way in this region of the world, and everyone who is is a monk? Because I didn't see any women monks. So are there no women airbenders? I don't know. I just found it really confusing. So I thought I'd I'd throw it in what is essentially our loophole section now. Yeah. The whole thing for me was confusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What happens when you're hit by a little fireball? Because, like, the fire prince, like, grabs fire and throws it at you, but there's no, there's nothing, there's no, like, piece of metal inside or, like, piece of ground or anything. It's just, like, flames. So, like... If you're doing like, yeah. hey, Chef Craig, shout out a uh, little flambe at work. Like you get hit by those flames. It's like super hot for a half a second, but it doesn't do anything to you. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing, there's no napalm or anything that's like causing it to yeah. continually burn. That's true. So you get hit yeah. with that. Like what, what causes yeah. the impact is what I'm saying. Because like he knocks people back with like, because yeah. like, is he throwing air too? Or is he just like moving yeah. fire through air? Because if you can bend water and fire that way through the air, aren't you kind of bending air as well to help propel it? Or are you what's just the, moving the element? Back, what's that whole backdraft thing from the uh, the firefighters talk about? Like when there's a uh, the, yeah, the when there's a structure build up release in the building but or something. But that's air, though. Once again, that's not. That's fire. what I'm saying. It, yeah. I feel yeah. like the only way that there's impact behind it is if you're throwing air as well. You know? Yeah. Good, good yeah. call. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> flying lemur back, Thanks, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I we're ruining the movie? <laughs> yeah. Four percent. the magic out of it. Four percent now. <laughs> Bring that bitch down. Uh, flying lemur bats, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, cool. uh, they made they made the act of bending look really stupid. By the time you're halfway through your water dance, I'm punching you in your face repeatedly. 
can I can I jump in here real quick for my South Park reference? Yeah, for sure. Okay, go. Um, Cartman's incredible. Uh, season eight or nine. Cartman's incredible gift when Cartman jumps off the um the roof and falls into a coma for two days, and he <laughs> thinks he has um. But yeah, when he meets all the psychics and they have the battle of the intellect, and they're all like. That's what it reminded me of. Because I had to pause perfect. and I wrote down like Cartman's incredible gift. So, that perfect. That episode is so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, click uh, South Park on your bingo cards now. Yep. Um, every explanation of the procedural BS in the Fire Nation hierarchy made me irrationally angry. Yeah. Like there yeah. was some kid who the prince called over to the table with his uncle to prove a point that. Um, He's like being laughed at by all of Fire Nation, and the kid like gives some like half-assed explanation as if he knows he's in the presence of the prince and will get in trouble or something. But then the prince presses him, and then he lays out all the details of how he refused a general's command, even though he's the prince. Like, so I would think this prince is the second in command, and the commander's under the general's under him. But the general commanded him to do something. And he refused the command because he didn't want his friends to get harmed in the process or something like that. And then he had to go through some, Mm -hmm. like, kumite where he had to fight his dad. And he was like, I'm not going to fight you, dad. So his dad burns him and there's no, like, visible scars or anything like that. And then his sister, like, gets the task of embarrassing him. I don't even fucking, I have no clue. No clue what's going on there. They don't Mm -hmm. explain it at all. Hated that. Two things. One, I thought that scene, it was making me laugh because the kid was called over, right, to explain, like, the the, why the prince was banished. Yeah. I kept imagining, like, the waiter bringing their food, like, just as the kid was, like, like explaining it. And, like, I I, got to go. My my, my food just got here. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm really hungry. My my mom's calling me over. Like, I wanted that to happen so bad. That was so funny. You will uh, stay and explain the entire history of the Fire Nation. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no! I'll buy you some appetizers. No, so uh, the second second thing was I foresaw the ending in this movie before it ended because that sister was evil as shit. She was yeah. laughing at her oh, brother yeah. having to fight her dad. I'm like, she's the evilest character in this movie, and then in the end, she actually is. Of course, so, she so. is the um, sequel fuel so that they threw out there. I'll, which, I'll give them that, the credit that they deserve for making her evil and then actually being evil. Yeah, look, they developed a character. Imagine that. Exactly. And they did it in the background somehow, so they had like major efficiency on that character development. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fire Nation travels by boat on oceans. Uh, that's when we see them the most, on water. Mm-hmm. That's fucking stupid. It mm-hmm. is stupid. Okay. Uh, every explanation... Uh, oh, wait, oh, hold on. I already said that one. Commander Zhao has never seen fog before. Keep in mind, they spend mm. 20 hours a day on a boat. Yeah. And he's completely yeah. befuddled. Good point. By fog. Very good point. Uh, didn't Zhao literally say northern waterbenders were beyond their reach just before they got there? Yep. To commence battle? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's really, really dumb. Uh, yeah. Fire Nation captures and loses the Avatar at least three times. The firefighters are incompetent and not at all threatening, which I kind of touched on before. But the Avatar, who can only bend wind, uh, is able to plow through the fire guys, 
no problem. And we're supposed to believe that Fire Nation destroyed all airbenders. Yeah. Exactly. One airbender can fuck up, and he's 11 years old, and he can fuck up your entire army with yeah. the help of um, the prince. Oh, no, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, but they, they brought their machines. Oh. The machines that are just boats and, like, one tank. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's, it's complete bogus. Bogus. I agree. Um, <clears throat> sure, the ships look cool. But don't they burn through a lot of go juice? Oh, yes. From our from our friends over in the water world, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But seriously, the furnace on those fucking things is like uh, kind of an unrealistic imagination point where they're burning. Like, well, I don't know what they're burning in there. Is it like a, a steam engine? Is it coal? What are they? I don't know what they're using, coal. but they. Yeah, they must have found like quite the. Um, quarry full of coal at some point because they are like burning hundreds of tons on every single boat which means they have to store it too so i don't know how much of that boat is just like coal weight that would bring the boat down i I have no idea anyway just basically basically the fire people can never rule the world basically yeah because they're morons until Until the giant comet that has fire properties comes by in three years when we'll get the sequel, even though it's 22, 2022, it's been 12 years. Uh, yeah. So we'll see if that's ever made. Um, why isn't ice water cold? Because yeah. fire troops and the, their prince go through the water, the ice water, like with drills and shit. The prince doesn't, but the soldiers have little drills that the prince yeah. can't afford, I guess. Uh, the Avatar himself goes through the ice water, and so does the flying, uh, the flying giant furry fleshlight. Um, they all go through the ice water, no problem. Yeah. Why is an ice water cold? That's a. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, unintentional <laughs> comedy includes Ong running up the wall handcuffed. That was really funny. Yeah. Uh, the giant lizards that I couldn't see as giants, so it just made all the people look tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and then the total lack of any consequences for anyone. Yeah. I guess, yep. except for Commander Zhao, who dies in like a bubble of water. Yeah. But he yeah. really wasn't, was he that evil? He was Maybe. Just growing up, yeah, he was just growing up in the world he knew, man. Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, putting obvious title um, forces aside, what yeah. does the moon spirit have to do with water? Uh, when it dies, the moon just goes red. It doesn't change in size or anything. Um, so even tidal forces, I would argue, are not affected um, if the size of the moon, just the color of the moon, is affected. Mm-hmm. So what happened when the moon spirit died? Because the moon didn't explode or anything or implode or, or nothing. Yeah. It just changed color. Yeah. I don't know. Once again, I don't know. What, what do we know about the moon? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Right. It could be, dude, it could be gas for all we know. Right. We it, could be all, it could be all spirits. We haven't even been there. So who knows? 
No. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the absolutely laughable sequel set up at the end with the comet that we already discussed yeah. and the evil sister. Blah, 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 I wrote. Yeah. Um, let's throw it to fact or no fact, unless one of you two has something you want to say. I've got something real quick. I wanted to bring this up earlier, and then we'll go to fact. Or no fact. Um, the Airbender. He he looks like he's about to cry the entire duration. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I want to know if you guys agree with me and I, I didn't want, I was debating whether or not to ask this question on air. Cause like, it's an oddly specific, <laughs> it's an oddly specific thing. I recognize that like, I've never lived. I've never seen this happen in real life. I, but, uh, but what I know is from like what I've read and what I've seen on TV, he looks like a dog that gets hit a lot and knows it's about to get hit. Oh, God. Jesus That's Christ. the look on the face. Are we contemplating parental misconduct? Are we contemplating parental misconduct? Like, outside of the movie? <laughs> no, I just mean, like, cause, like, I've never seen, like, someone hit a dog. But, like, it's, he has a look of a dog that, like, knows what's coming. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that concern, like, about to flinch, like, any second because, like, someone, like, sneezed. You know, like, that's... <laughs> Well, maybe that's incredible acting because he's the avatar out in the open and everybody wants a piece of him. And like, I know that's an oddly specific. I, I, I'm not even a dog guy. Like, I have cats, but like, I just, I just know like, that he had a very concerned, like someone's about to freaking hit me with a roll of paper <laughs> look on his face the whole time. Damn. And it, it bothered me. It, it took me out of the film. <laughs> maybe that's M. Night. Maybe that's M. Night saying something about the monks and their celibacy practices. Well, Hollywood does like fucking kids, so. <laughs> no. Ouch. <laughs> and yet we love movies and making fun of them. Okay, so fact we're contri- fact. we're enabling. We're enabling. <laughs> the worst movie ever made presents fact or no fact. Okay, fact or no fact this week. I called it the lie airbender because I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> and and this one is a little more of a multiple choice because I, I basically thought I found one fact and then I made up uh, four things that so- sounded similar. So okay. here's the here's the lead in. The lead in is audiences laughed or sometimes gasped at the mention of the word bender. Like she's a bender or he's a bender. Hmm. Because, and here are the choices, because. Okay. Hey, first one, in Italy, a bender is a derogatory term for a pasta chef. Okay. <laughs> Second, okay. In, in Great Britain, a bender is a slur for a homosexual. Third, in the medical field, a bender is a term related to somebody afflicted with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. Okay. In, in the archery world, a bender is someone who takes way too long to release their shot. And in, in the bowling community, a bender is someone who hooks the bowling ball from one side of the lane to the other. Okay, so, we're supposed... Okay. Um, I so feel why, like were they, why, were they la- why were they laughing or gasping at bender? Was it because it was a pasta maker in I- Italy, a homosexual in Britain, a erectile dysfunction in the medical field, uh, archery, someone that holds their shot too long, or in bowling, someone that hooks the ball a lot. 
like Knowing- I, said, I, I, I feel like sea and deer the same. Um, but, uh, I'm gonna, okay. So Italian, uh, pasta benders, you're probably doing okay. If you're, if you're working pasta in Italy, you know, cause like they're going to go to the best places that serve all the best pasta. And those people are probably paid a, a, a premium to yeah. throw pasta at the wall and make sure it's done all this stuff. Um, the, Erectile dysfunction things not something that I've heard. A bender, I, I get that the penis might um, head left or right, but that's not a product of not being able to get it yeah. out. Uh, uh, who knows about archery? Not me, and I also don't know much about bowling. So I'm going to go with B, the uh, UK homosexual gag, because that would make you laugh if you're a little insensitive and gasp if you're offended. Or if you're an, uh, I actually, I actually am a former bowler, but a bender is not something anyone calls anyone in bowling. And archery, I, I made up archery as well. So it is. It was Britain who used the term bender as a slur for homosexual, and it it evoked a lot of giggles from those audiences because you know the British they're all immature. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I agree. <laughs> Fucking British Canadians, all these guys. Sorry, audience, if you're British. Luckily, no one on Airbender uh, was Air- was British, or or anything but American. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's throw it to the alternate ending. Oh right. You can do this, or you can do that, or you can do this, or you can do that, or you can do this, or you can do that. Just one. Okay, where does okay. <clears throat> The last airbender takes their mask off to show his true self. It's Captain Planet, and he's actually been a ghost the entire time, which makes sense the first time you watch it, but when you go back knowing this fact, nothing adds up because it's a retarded plot device. I wrote this before I watched the movie, so <laughs> I thought there was going to be a mask for some reason. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So Captain Planet is Bruce Willis. He's been dead the whole time. But, the he's, he, but he's the kid. He's the kid, also. Um, okay, so uh, next episode, we'll have a new, um, a new bumper for bad credit names, we promise. Um, as Rob said, he, he's traveling, so he, he's not in the studio mixing up new bumpers for you until uh-huh. next week. Uh, but look forward to that. And um, let's start with Jim Honeyman. All right. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess like I could him. live. I guess I could live being Chris Honeyman. Yeah, you got to <laughs> find the right audience. It makes you seem a little soft. I think. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, totally unfairly. Yeah. Uh, Dung Van Woo. All right. It's tough yeah. to have the first name Dung. Yeah. Van yeah, Woo. Not so bad. Especially if your last name is not Beetle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I if I had to be a dung, I definitely want to be dung beetle. Yes. <laughs> Orville Cisco. That's Fun. not a real name. That person made that. I want to see your birth certificate. Yeah, right. It says here you were born in Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Howie Weed. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh Rob, I think we have a uh a return customer in William Stab. Yeah. No. Yeah, I feel like we've had cr- Mr. Stab on the podcast. Crew member, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Mr. Stab. Uh Harry Nicholas Wowchuck. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, Chuck. <laughs> um, Jackson Rathbone. That's like a name that a Zach Galifianakis character would make up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Conrad Buff. All right. I think you have to work out with a name. That's like, like Alpha Chad territory. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Uh, Jake Break. Okay. Also <laughs> Alpha Chad territory. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, let's keep it going with Brick Mason. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's not real. His his parents chose what vocational school he was going to. Like from <laughs> from like third time to third. Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, this one's rough too. Left Lefferts. L e f f l e f f e r t s. Left Lefferts. That's a weird one too. Uh, Larry Shorts. Okay. It, well, while we're on the subject of, of things, uh, <clears throat> Steve Pancake. <laughs> Fuck. That's it. Steve Pancake was the best one I can find. Steve Pancake. Yeah, Pancake. I don't know why um, I, I found that funny, but Steve Pancake. Um, so let's go over the uh, results of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender before okay. we um, compare them to the movie next week, which we will uh, take a live look in. <clears throat> at our poll as soon as this concludes negative 54.2 and worst of its kind in our first test that is going to be a high bar to beat i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh our bot pitch so our new segment um both of you would not make that jumbled mess of a fucking ai movie that i found mm-hmm. fucking hilarious yeah. uh and you both gave it a two star yeah. uh dialogue it's terrible. I'm just going to write down terrible unless you guys have some other, um, you know, word you want to use. No, that's fair. Uh, acting also writing also terrible because <laughs> we have nothing to compare it to yet. <laughs> uh, worst production I wrote inconsistencies uh, and lack of humor because that one hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say um Anything else that that would more accurately uh, depict your your point, Bob? I just said not streamlined. Not streamlined. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll know what that means because this one's going to live with me forever. Yeah. Exactly. Um, offensive. I mean, I'm going to write relatively offensive, mostly because of yeah. the American stuff that Bob was uh, good to point out. Um, so, how about relatively? Doesn't matter what I write. Um, offensive. Any yeah. extra demerits? It's just, I I tried really hard to want to be there and enjoy it, but I couldn't, so I didn't. Yeah. Um, How about I remember a previous episode. I for, I think it was cliffhanger that Rob was like, I actually enjoyed this. I was entertained, and then by the time we finished the episode, he was like, Okay, this really sucked. And yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of like that with this. I'm like, okay, the effects got me. I like, I really, I wanted to see more airbending. And uh, yeah. by the time I talked to you guys about it, and then of course did the episode, I'm like, oh, but this movie really sucked bad. Yeah, it did. I fucking hated this movie. I um kind of promised the audience some anger. It didn't come out because you guys kept me laughing throughout. So thank you for keeping my temperature down. Well, um, we, we didn't even talk about the fact that most people hate it because of its, it's lack of uh, attachment to the cartoon and the original oh, story. 
I meant to. I yeah. meant to because I've I've heard from a bunch of people that the cartoon's actually good. Yeah. Right, but the, the thing is, it has to stand on its own as a movie, and if it doesn't, then then it sucks. Yeah, I mean, even if they had just made like episodes one through ten into a movie or something and just cut it down, it probably would have performed better because the material yeah. is already proven. Um, Go ahead. Just M. Night decided he was going to make his own thing and he was going to get into the realm of action movies, yeah. um, but was handcuffed also by the fact that it was a Nickelodeon uh, production. Yeah. So it had to be very um, non-confrontational with armies involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just the whole thing was totally confused. I hated it. Um, but shout out to uh, Chef Taylor as well. Uh, my boss in the kitchen who told me to literally not watch this. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. He was yeah. right. Uh, you guys want to do a lot? Oh, well, so for demerits, I wrote tried hard, fell asleep. Is that okay? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to look going to look into our uh, poll live. Okay. Get ready, everyone. It's Bye. not live for you, but it's live for us. Yeah. And we are going to watch Vantage Point next week. Oh, God. I don't know. It sounds really bad, Rob. It fucking sucks. I, 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 I paid $14 for a movie ticket and left. I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I, I've never watched Vantage Point to completion. Wow. It must be really, really bad. No, it's uh, not good at all. Speaking of leaving, once again, I, I bopped Bob off of the pod, and poor Buffer and Bob <laughs> is making his way back. I do feel really bad for him. Um, That's fine. We got to wait because we're doing my game before we get out of here. Yeah, sweet. Okay. So let's uh, dial this sh- up. All right. So just as we're stalling, um, so the premise of the game is uh, during season five, uh, we watched 10, 10 movies. There were eight bad ones, a good one, and then one that people liked that we hated. Um, yeah. Of those 10 movies, I only watched nine of them. And mm. Chris and Bob don't know which one I didn't watch because I... I'd like to think I, I don't have a good poker face. Like I'm, I pretty, I'm pretty bad at like hiding this kind of shit. But I think yeah. I, I held this from you guys for an entire season. And yeah, you, you did. I, I had no idea until you, um, you said so that you hadn't watched one of the ten movies we did. So yeah. um, I'm definitely curious. I'm actually, um, I'm cheating a little bit because I've got notebooks here, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> which movies did we do last season? <laughs> yeah, because I don't even remember. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I, I keep really hearing the beep. I know it's, it's fucking discord, man. It's so stupid. It's the, it's still better than zoom, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. The good old Craig bot. There he is. There I am. Vantage point. Yeah, I knew that. Um, so we're, we're doing the game. So it's you guys basically. So, and we're, we're going with the go the whole season rule, right? Chris, is that what we're doing? Uh, I mean, it's up to you. I see I, that my I screen think, is frozen. Can you hear me? I, I hear you. I think yeah, that'll be funnier. So if we we go the whole season, <laughs> I, I so, so you guys could just um yeah guess guess what movie I didn't watch, and then I will hold that deep in my heart, and we will uh okay by, by episode six we need to start like doubling down on some okay do we get to ask you questions like that to tell a truth TV show 
If you want, I mean, Ooh. I was straight guessing works. Or if you if you want to get a zazzy, we can make a zazzy. I feel <laughs> keep, like well, I feel like, mind, we I feel like we keep, shouldn't. Oh, all right. I feel like um, I feel like all I would need to really do is ask you a very specific question, and if he no. can't answer, no, immediately. Yeah, that's true. And that is um, but also a counterpoint to that is even the movies I do watch, I try erasing from my memory after we record the episode. So. There. Yeah. So, all right, why don't you guys just take a guess, and then you know we could rejigger this as we go on. But um, just you know, make your guess, and I'll write it down, and we'll score it at the end of the season. Commando. Uh, oh, okay. Shit. Can I guess the same thing? Because I was guessing you Commando. Can, you can guess the same thing. Okay. Uh, I was guessing right. Commando as well. So you guys both guess Commando. That's interesting. We, we both put our chips down on Commando. But now, if if we were both right, the game would be like totally ruined. If we yeah. both got it right. Not saying that we did. Um, yeah. I just couldn't. Um, I don't remember offhand a specific comment that you made. And I feel like the couple of episodes I ran through in my head, I remembered a specific thing that you said about mm-hmm. them, and not commando for whatever reason. So okay. that's what I went with. Um, okay. Probably not true, but it seems that Bob agrees. So we'll see how that goes at the end nice. of the season. But I might just put all 10 of my guesses or all nine of my guesses or whatever into commando yeah. just to be funny. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So, um, if we're, if that's all she wrote, um, we are the worst movie ever made. You can find us at the worst movie ever made.com and all of our shits there, social email, uh, streaming, all that fun stuff. So we will see you guys next week with vantage point.